Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So again, uh, you know that quote always attributed to Solzhenitsyn. We're not sure if he said it or not. doesn't matter. The quote's accurate. Talking about leftist lunatics that they lie, we know they lie. They know, we know they lie. We know, they know, we know they lie, and yet they still lie. Well, now the lying's starting to come out. Did you see this explosive new video from Project Veritas from some of the insiders out there talking about natural immunity? Now, they're not lying, the people on the hidden video, but it shows us now that the government and others have been lying to us for a long time. I have a loaded, and I do mean loaded, show today. There's a lot to get to, including a development out of the Department of Justice and the FBI, which if it doesn't scare your draws off, then uh, you're going commando because you don't have draws to scare off. This is really frightening stuff. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. Um, I've got that, including the mask is off. Saki just admitted it yesterday. Admitted what? Stay tuned. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. Survival Rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle you can put together and take apart in a few minutes. And then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small, it can be stored anywhere, in a go bag, anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to $400, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com survival. And while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than 200 rifles, shotguns, and revolvers in the role made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's henryusa.com, and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals on a list of dealers in your area. That's henryusa.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. Survival Rifle. Let's go. Let's go, Dano! Yeah. <laughs> Long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could, I could tell. Gee goes, nice. <laughs> you know, Gee, Gee's so dry all the time. Nice. <laughs> My man. <laughs> he would be the perfect CIA interrogator, really. For him to get emotional, like, it's, it's really, it takes like an act of God. He would be perfect. You'd be good at that. You should look into that. All right, so they lie. We know they lie. They know we know they lie. We know they know. We know they lie, and they still lie to us. We have been saying all along, again, you're not wasting your time here uh, on the show. Me and other people, it's not just me, that, you know, there's this thing in human biochemistry called, you know, natural immunity, our own physiological mechanism to the infection of a pathogen. Your body develops natural immunity to many of these pathogens so that the human race doesn't die off every time there's a new virus. This is like... I, I. I mean, when did you say you learned this, guys? Seriously, third grade, maybe fourth, probably in other countries where you have a better public school system. They probably learned this in kindergarten, the whole natural immune system thing. Leftists are so stupid and catastrophically dumb that they pretend natural immunity and our natural immune response doesn't exist. They do it because they want to control you and they want to make sure you don't have an option to their vaccine mandate. Does everybody get that? Please tell me right now. The verdict is in. The left are morons. They are pretending to be morons. They know about natural immunity. However, the left wants to soften you up with body blows to freedom. It's going to be a hot opening today. I'm very sorry. I'm super pissed today, okay? And that's a good thing. The left does not want to give you an option to get out of their mandates. They hate freedom. They hate liberty. They're telling you to do something. Put the damn mask on and get a vaccine and shut your mouth and sit in a corner. The reason they're ignoring natural immunity is they don't want an off-ramp to the mandate totalitarian highway. And an off-ramp would be, well, in a court system at least, would be, and anywhere else, why would I need to get a vaccine if I have potentially long-term natural immunity that does the same thing, if not better? The left ignores that because they're totalitarians and they're playing stupid. Well, now we have another study out there. Epic Times. Antibodies persist for more than a year after COVID-19 infection study finds. Again, the left are either morons or they're lying to you. Here's why you're not wasting your time on this show. Look at this. The scientists then investigated antibody levels one year after infection. They randomly selected 367 subjects from a cohort who hadn't yet been vaccinated. 89% still carried neutralizing antibodies. 36% still carried the immunoglobulin, immunoglobulin G antibody. Here, 
Antibody levels were higher in subjects who had experienced severe COVID disease compared to those who had a mild disease. (sighs) Why is the left playing stupid with natural immunity as if they didn't take first grade biology? Because they are tyrannical lunatics. The only thing they want is to tell you what to do. It's the first step towards the tyranny they want to impose upon you. Fact. Fact. So what do they do? They lie about natural immunity. Now, this is starting to piss a lot of people off, including a group of people who I would say if you took a poll, largely lean left, not all. There are a lot of great conservative teachers, a lot of great teachers, regardless of their politics. I don't want to introduce politics. My life was changed by great teachers and I'll never forget them for what they did for me. But a group of teachers decided it'd be a good idea to go out and protest the vaccine mandate because teachers are generally a pretty smart lot and they figure, Hey, listen, natural immunity is a real thing. I learned it in first grade because I teach first grade and I teach it to my first graders too. So if I've been infected and have natural immunity or have a reason to not get the vaccine, why is communist mayor Bill de Blasio of New York city and others forcing new forcing New York city teachers to get a vaccine? Well, they're not having it. So they decided to show up yesterday and start a let's go. Brandon Chan, check this out. As producer Jim from the radio show notes, Joe, the de Blasio part adds a nice little cadence to it. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon and de Blasio. Let's go, Brandon and de Blasio. It does, right? Adds a nice little cadence to it. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Let's go, Brandon's going viral everywhere. Watch yesterday's show if you're wondering why I'm saying let's go, Brandon. And they're saying stuck Joe Biden without the ST in front of it. (laughs) Now. Project Veritas, hat tip James O'Keefe and his group. Check out their website, their social media feed. You can watch this full video. Gets it all on tape now. Apparently, they had some reporters out there. I don't know what they were doing, going on dates or whatever with Pfizer people, whatever it may be, but they got them on hidden camera. Some of these Pfizer scientists talking about, and they're not lying. None of the people in this tape did anything that I uh, said anything wrong. It's the fact that they're telling the truth and leftists are still pretending first grade science and natural immunity doesn't exist in order to force a vaccine mandate down your throat because they love mandates and tyranny. You should give them the double barrel middle finger. Here is a Pfizer guy on tape, Pfizer scientist, acknowledging that natural immunity is powerful and potentially more powerful than the immunity generated by the vaccine in and of itself. Check this out inside portion of the actual virus so your antibodies are probably better at that point than the vaccination nick carl is an experienced biochemist at pfizer with a history of working in the pharmaceutical industry nick admits to our undercover journalist that those who've had covid have stronger immunity than those who've received the pfizer covid vaccine when somebody is naturally um, immune, like they got COVID, um, they probably have better, like not better, but more antibodies against the virus. Because what the vaccine is, is like I said, that protein that's just on the outside. So it's just one antibody against one specific part of the virus. When you actually get the virus, you're going to start producing antibodies against like multiple pieces of the virus. And not only just like the outside portion, like the inside portion and the actual virus. So your antibodies are probably better at that point than the vaccination. Does this sound familiar? Does any of what that Pfizer scientist just said on that hidden camera sound familiar? Because you heard it on this show over a month ago. That the difference between an mRNA spike protein vaccine is that the spike protein vaccine targets a specific spike protein on the virus. When you get infected with the actual virus, it's not specifically target the antibody to any one spike protein, but components of the entire virus, including the spike proteins. 
This is not hard, okay? None of this is complicated. You do not need to be a trained virologist at the Wuhan Institute to understand this stuff. Of course, the left plays dumb because the left wants to lie to you because they don't care about a vaccine or a mandate. They care about telling you what to do, and they don't want to give you an off-ramp of natural immunity. He just said it right. The big tech communists are going to chime in. He's like, screw two, won't like this. I, I, I know he knows this, but I don't care. Ban my account. I don't care. Do I sound like the kind of guy who gives a damn about tech censorship? Fake book, screw tube, just ban. You only prove my point. You only prove my point. Ban a Pfizer scientist on tape telling us what we already know to be scientifically accurate. And just prove my point that you're freaking communists and stop the games. It doesn't scare me. It'll only make us stronger. Only make us stronger. Every time. They're lying to us, the government. They're lying. They're lying about masks, too. Here, even this SF gate, which is, believe me, no right-wing outlet covering California politics, is starting to belatedly acknowledge that they're lying about masks, too. Here, Eric Ting, SF gate. Were California County mask mandates effective against Delta? Here's what the data says. According to Joe Biden, wear a mask. You got to wear a mask. Wear a mask. Really? Well, they did a little research in Orange County, California, versus L.A. County, California, that had similar vaccination rates. And you know what they found? Orange County didn't have a a mask mandate outside or inside, but L.A. County did. So if masks work, then why aren't masks working? Why is L.A. County not only doing uh, not better, but doing worse here from the piece? Orange County, a non-mask mandate county, had a very similar outcome to neighboring L.A. County, the first California county to bring back indoor masking in response to Delta. Not only were the hospitalization figures identical, but Orange County actually had a lower case rate. Wait, 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 what? Orange County has a similar vax rate to L.A. County, which makes it much easier to compare the two counties to one another than it is to compare Solano County and other Bay Area counties. Keep it up, mask, uh, mask fascists. Keep it up. Keep telling people the mask is going to protect them with no evidence whatsoever that the mask is protecting them. Keep it up. Keep wasting everybody's time, taking an opportunity cost out of people's day, a huge opportunity cost, which you're, which you're both, Mask nonsense. Keep it up. Keep it up. Wasting everybody's time in the streets, screaming at people for not face diapering their face when you still can't produce a shred of evidence this has done anything. They lie. We know they lie. They know we know they lie. And yet they still continue to lie. Folks, ignore these people at all costs. Keep yourself safe. Be smart. Stay away from sick people. Keep your kids away from sick people if they're sick. Wash your hands. Common sense. Live your life. You cannot trust these people. Here, this is real shocker. Here's the lunatic head of one of America's largest teachers unions. Again, they're swearing that masks do something, despite the fact they have no evidence outside of maybe a mild effect for a transmitter to block maybe a few droplets, which was the original position of Fauci, which was correct. They can't provide any evidence. This is a effective on a mass scale prophylactic to stopping this thing. Yet the teachers union head is in love with masks. Because it's a visual symbol on the face of fear. And they need fear to continue to body blow freedom and take away your right to have sovereignty over your own body. Here's Randy Weingarten, the head of the teachers union. Shockingly, he appears to be coming out for school choice. This parent chooses to drive her students. Oh, she chooses. Oh, now it's a good thing. Chooses to drive her students to a school district that has a mask mandate. I'm really sorry about this parent that she's been propagandized. Masks save lives and limit the spread of COVID. Randy Weingarten is full of okay? She, nothing she, this woman says is true. 
She is a highly paid activist and she works for teachers unions. I said on Fox and I'll say again, not teachers who changed my life and I love you all to death. Teachers unions hate your kids. They can't stand them. This is about a visual symbol of fear that the teachers unions have fallen in love with, period, because they know they can get more money and they know they can get you to give up sovereignty over your own body and let freedom dissolve away like an Alka-Seltzer tablet. Folks, these people are full of it. The boiling frog approach, that's what they're doing. They're taking away freedom and liberty bit by bit by bit, hoping and praying you don't notice, ladies and gentlemen. And something happened yesterday with the Department of Justice and Merrick Garland that I have to tell you, friends of mine in this business who are not small timers, many of them emailed me and communicated to me last night and said, if we don't go on a full court press against this, the republic is officially formally lost. You better dissolve it tomorrow. I'll get to that story in a second. Um, because I want to cover this in depth here. This is really disturbing. I think many of you know what I'm talking about. It involves the Department of Justice. With cyber attacks on the rise, protecting your data security is more important than ever. So why is Congress considering a law that puts your data at greater risk of being hacked and exposed to foreign networks? The Durbin Marshall credit card bill shifts billions in consumer spending to less secure payment networks, all so that corporate mega stores can make bigger profits. Don't let Durbin Marshall steal your data. Visit handsoffmyrewards.com security and tell your senators to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Paid for by Electronic Payments Coalition. Nice to see the Fox crew, by the way, at the stock exchange opening the bell. It's been 25 years. See uh, the CEO, Eric Sean, Steve Ducey. I've been there doing hits there for a long time. And um, a lot of nice, really nice people over there. Done a really, uh, been good friends to me through the years. Suzanne, the CEO, was very excited there. Oh, they're at the NASDAQ, sorry. Ringing the opening bell. So 25 years, man, it's been a long time. Gosh. I have to tell you just quickly before I get back to this, it was interesting this weekend. Talk about coming full circle in your life. I had done my first appearance on Fox and the Neil Cavuto show uh, over 10 years ago, right? And uh, I did it in this studio that I had used that entire week to do my podcast and radio show. And it was just, uh, talk about coming full circle. I remember the first time they opened that doors and I saw Cavuto and I was like, gosh, I'm on TV. Like, this is so weird. And now using the studio myself was just, uh, yeah. Just uh, came a long way, you know? All right, so back to the important stuff, the boiling frog approach. Folks, I've used all kinds of different analogies to explain to you what the left is doing right now to dissolve freedom, liberty, and the Constitutional Republic. It's not a joke. I'm not wasting your time here. This is not a joke. They don't want to do it all in one fell swoop. If they do it all in one fell swoop, they'll wake people up quickly and they'll get a massive counterattack for liberty and freedom, where people are going to fight back. They don't want that. So they're turning up the temperature, boiling the frog slowly. They're so, I call it, what I, I use the line, they're softening you up with body blows to freedom. Boom, 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 boom. You drop your hands, knockout. They're doing it with COVID. They're doing it with mandates, ignoring science, trying to make sure that you get used to mandates and the government telling you what to do, losing sovereignty over your own body. This is their boldest effort yet, however. Fox News, Michael Lee, who's a great guy. The Department of Justice is launching an effort to combat threats of violence against school officials? Is that really what this is about? So our Againo, attorney general and name only, a disgraceful, disgusting human being, a, a total tyrant, every, thank God this guy is not in the Supreme Court, a loser in every respect, the Againo, attorney general and name only, Merrick Garland, a disgrace to humankind, has now directed the FBI and U.S. attorney's offices to hold meetings with federal, state, and local law enforcement leaders in the next 30 days, during which they will discuss ways to combat what the DOJ called a disturbing trend of harassment and threats against school officials. Let me just sum this right up for you. The left is terrified. They're indoctrination factories where they've uh, indoctrinated a generation of kids, as Yuri Bezmenov, the KGB defector, warned us about. The indoctrination factories they've used to train a generation of activists to hate the United States have been what? Anyone? 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 You all know the verdict is in public schools. Public schools and colleges are their indoctrination factories. The left is now terrified. They made a move with CRT 
after the impeachment of Donald Trump failed, the George Floyd riots failed to destroy the United States. Now they figured the best way to do it would be to implement racist training in school to get everyone to hate each other so they can destroy it from within and burn this place to the ground. They thought they had the final piece to the puzzle. The left is terrified now that parents around the country have engaged themselves with school boards in what is going to be a game-changing incredible backlash to the left trying to teach their kids to be racist through be through critical racist training. That's what it is. It teaches kids to be racist. If you believe in CRT, you're a bigoted racist. I'm sorry. It's true. It's a fact. You, you, if you push CRT, you are a hardcore bigot, no different than the Ku Klux Klan back in the day. No different at all. No different than Jim Crow segregations. Accept it. The same things they believed in segregation, judging people by skin color are the same things you believe in. You are a bigot and a disgusting piece of filth, period. Now, the left had their plan. CRT in schools teach everyone how to be racist. The country will then uh, engage in full-blown chaos. Chaos is the coin of the realm for the left. They love chaos because why? Then the government come in, comes in when everybody's scared and in fear and pretends to have all the solutions and people give up their liberty. Chaos is the coin of the realm on the left. It has always been the coin of the realm. They need chaos. When they have chaos, nobody looks for the safety and security of government. Nobody. When things are going nicely and are peaceful and public safety is a thing. It's only when chaos ensues that people look for government to save them. The left loves chaos. So what happened? Parents started showing up at school boards and speaking out. This, the attorney general, this tyrant, this communist tyrant, Merrick Garland, is now engaged in a pure intimidation tactic, sicking the Department of Justice and the FBI on parents. You know, Joe and Mary, who don't want their kids taught to be a racist. So what are we going to do? We're going to talk? No, no, I'm not into talking about this. We may talk about it, but then we're going to motivate you to action today. I want you to contact your local sheriffs today and refuse. Everybody, please, listen to me. Action item. I'm, I'm begging you. Please. I'm asking you today to contact your local sheriff, your local police chief, and tell them you will be watching and you that you refuse to meet with the FBI about legal assembly. Parents are allowed to assemble and are allowed to say what they want to the school. Not allowed to threaten people, nor should we. We've always been against violence on this show because there's no turning back. Once we go there, it's all done anyway, right? Then it just becomes a cyclical cycle uh, of bloodshed. But you are within perfectly within your constitutional rights to assemble and petition your government, school board and otherwise, and insist your kids not be taught how to be racist through CRT. Call your sheriff, email your sheriff today and demand that they not meet with them, the Department of Justice or the FBI in this issue, and that you'll be watching. There is absolutely no reason that if some no one should be threatening. We don't No one needs to be lectured for me. Everybody knows that. The sheriff can handle that. That is a local law enforcement issue. Incredible, by the way, how the FBI has no time to investigate the actual terrorists and BLM, has no time to investigate Antifa, spies on Donald Trump, right? They have a ton of time to listen to this disgusting tyrant attorney general who, thank God, this tyrant's not in the Supreme Court. This tyrant, this thug attorney general they have a bunch of time to go investigate parents speaking out in front of a school board who insist their kids aren't going to be uh, not be taught how to be racist. Number one, contact your local sheriffs. Demand if they meet with them, you will expose them. Sheriffs, you are colluding with the FBI to silence free speech if you do this. Second, we outnumber them. We outnumber them. Most local sheriffs are great constitutional officers. They do a good job. We will not be enforcing any of this. You break the law at a school board hearing, you should be held liable. You threaten anyone, you should certainly be held liable. You go to a school board hearing like I'm begging you to do, and you speak out passionately for your kids, you are a patriot. Thank you. May God bless you and your efforts. So contact your local sheriffs. Insist they do not meet with anyone on this or they're part of this suppression of free speech attempt and this intimidation play, plain and simple. Here's number two. Folks, um, this is going to be a bold statement. I'm sorry, but it's time, to, it's time to seriously consider defunding components of the FBI. I'm sorry. 
until the FBI, at the management level of the FBI, can get their heads on straight and start rejecting this political nonsense. Until the FBI can start acting like a federal law enforcement agency and not a spy agency for a political party. It's time for Republican lawmakers to take the hard step of strongly considering defunding components of this outlet. They have failed us. It's a shame to say it, but they failed us. I realize that makes me and others probably a target as well later on. Part of the business. I don't know how much longer I got left on planet Earth here. No one does. I don't know my expiration date, but I'm not going out like that. I can tell you that. Not a chance. I'll be fine, by the way. I don't want you to read into that at all. I shouldn't say that because I get emails from people. I'm fine. I promise you. Just saying, I'm not going six feet deep like this. Ain't going to happen. It's a boiling frog approach, folks. If your sheriff meets with the FBI about this, Tell them, tell them, and if they insist on doing it, it should be an open meeting and everyone should be, why, why can't we hear, we should be able to hear all of it. They should not be meeting with them at all. This is not the FBI's business. This is a plain jackbooted thug intimidation tactic by this disgrace with, uh, who calls himself an attorney general. All right, moving on. Um, I want to get to coming up next, Jen Psaki, who is now, you know, they have a twofold plan. The liberal tyrant's twofold plan right now is to take control of the schools and the grammar schools with CRT, get the kids to be racist and keep the chaos out there. But they can't have people speaking out against it. So they want to silence you at school boards and they need to crush social media too, Facebook and other social media tools where uh, conservatives and patriots have used it to organize, to fight back for liberty and freedom. They want that crushed too. Jen Psaki just said the quiet part out loud. That's coming up next. Okay. So it's not good enough for the government to use the schools, control the schools, and teach your kids to be racist so that they can imbue a sense of chaos so government can come to the rescue. They have to stop the truth from getting out there. It's an essential component of gaslighting. Lie, lie often, lie confidently, isolate people from the truth. How do you isolate people from the truth? You cut off truth tellers and you ban them from social media. Now, the left has been pushing social media companies to do this for a long time. Now they're not hiding it anymore. Now they want full-blown government regulation of social media companies. And Jen Psaki said the quiet part out loud. They waited for the 60 Minutes special to air on Sunday with this whistleblower, this uh, like alleged whistleblower, because I can't vouch for any of this stuff, right? The whistleblower, she implied that conservatives were the problem on Facebook. As if on cue, the media provides the assist. I'll get to that in a second. And... The government, Jen Psaki, representing the White House, jumps right in as if this was appeared somewhat semi-coordinated. And now they want the government controlling your social media page. You'll all be banned from Facebook. Here, listen to Psaki say the quiet part out loud. I'm assuming you saw what the Facebook whistleblower had to say last night. Did these revelations change the way the White House thinks about regulating Facebook and other social media giants? Well, um, as we saw the, the revelations that came out in that interview. Um, in our view, this is just the latest in a series of revelations about social media platforms uh, that make clear that self-regulation is not working. Uh, that's long been the president's view and been the view of this administration. Uh, they validate the significant concern that the president and lawmakers on both sides of the aisle have expressed about how social media giants operate and the power they've amassed. Uh, reports in recent weeks, and I think obviously the whistleblower was uh, came forward last night in the in the report, but about efforts to attract young users and negative effects on teenagers' mental health are certainly troubling. They're hardly isolated incidents. And so uh, our uh, our effort is going to be continue to uh, support fundamental reforms, efforts to address these issues. Obviously, that would be up to the purview of Congress, but certainly uh, we view these as a continuing uh, in a series of revelations about the power of these platforms. Notice what Saki does there. The 60 Minutes interview with the Facebook whistleblower, who really, the entire 60 Minutes special, that's, no, I shouldn't say the entire, forgive me, uh, scratch that. About 80% of it was focused on how Facebook is a threat to public safety because those dastardly conservatives and Trump supporters are on there. Notice, during the entire 60 Minutes Facebook whistleblower special, you know what they never mentioned? 
how it is the liberal media that promoted the Hunter Biden hoax about Russian disinformation, the PP tape hoax that promoted the whipping hoax that was never in there one time. The entire time, the Facebook thing was about those dastardly conservatives, how much trouble they are. Then all of a sudden, the Biden administration, again, like this is a coordinated, jumps in. We got to ban conservatives from Facebook. But about 20% of it, and this was thrown in there deliberately, I'm convinced, 20% of the 60 Minutes whistleblower Facebook special was about what? It was about how teen girls are being influenced by Instagram in a negative way in body image. Ladies and gentlemen, whether that's true or not, she claims to have internal documents. I'm not sure. Body image problems have been around forever. It's always been an issue. Is Instagram and Facebook contributing to it? I don't know. Um, I, I don't. I haven't conducted the research myself. I'd have to read it and verify what they're talking about. But they do that in there on purpose. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, nobody's for teen girl body image problems, right? No conservative, no liberal. No one goes, yes, we want more body image problems among teen girls. Why did they throw that in there? And why did Saki just mention that? Folks, you got to see through this stuff. It is so transparent when you know the left. They do that in there because when conservatives now fight back against Saki pushing for government regulation of social media and say, wait, 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 you're now actually pushing for the government to regulate free speech on the Internet and to ban conservatives? What's Saki going to come back with? Joe, come on. You know the answer. She's going to come back. What? What? You're 13 girls having body oh, image problems? Yes, sir. Everything. Folks, there's a reason that happened. I'm telling you, these people, whether they formally coordinated or they saw a messaging opportunity, guarantee. What's the date today? What's the date? Fifth. Tuesday, October 5th. Mark the date. I can guarantee you this is coming. When conservatives start asking questions like, wait, you, the Biden administration, you want to censor conservative social media? They're going to be, whoa, what? What, you're 14 girls? Teen girls having body image problems? That was not an accident. Nothing Peppermint Patty says at the stand there in the Brady press room is by accident. Nothing. Set so up. just to be clear, Peppermint has no problem teaching teen girls in high school and in uh, you know, preteens in grammar school how to hate each other based on skin color. They're actually advocating for it. C critical racist theory to teach kids how to be racist. But now she's really concerned about teen girls' image problems on Instagram. And you're buying this? You think this is an accident? Nothing's an accident. Now, the media clown car, of course, had to come in with the assist because the media wants censorship. The government wants censorship. Big tech wants censorship. Why? Because they're freaking communists. They've always been communists. And there's nothing communists hate more than freedom-loving patriots fighting back. So here's Joe Scarborough. Yes, thank you. I'm sorry, Joe. I should have given you some time. Of course, the Soviet national anthem, also the anthem of Screwtube, the media, the Biden administration, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and elsewhere. Here's Joe Scarborough, MSNBC loser, total zero on MSNBC, equating Facebook, you'll see it media eye, to big tobacco and calls for immediate regulation. This is not hard. Why? Joe Scarborough's a loser and a communist. That's why. They're all commies. Every one of them. So who does he have on a panel? On a panel, another loser, Jonathan Swan, a level one dipwad. Jonathan Swan, who's Axios, by the way. I'll get to you know what? Can we put that on first key? Whose outlet Axios last week decided it'd be a good idea to lie about the whip story. Remember the whipping incident at the border where there was no whip and no incident at the border? Fox News had to expose him for <laughs> throwing gee all out of whack here. We have an order in the middle of the show. And now that we don't have, now that we don't have our, uh, our intern here, it's getting even harder. Our intern Justin's back at school. I know, poor Guy. I know, he does miss Justin. Fox News, Axios ripped after deleting tweet accusing border agents of whipping Haitian migrants. This is where Jonathan, Jonathan Swan works. At a propaganda outlet. Now, notice, Jonathan Swan doesn't recommend Facebook ban his outlet or Twitter for promoting a false fake news story because Jonathan Swan is a liar. And he, he's just he's a media, he's part of the media clown car. They love censorship, these idiots. Here's Jonathan Swan on with Joe Scarborough calling out me personally because I expose these idiots for their obvious fake news. Here, check this out. 
You don't need to be Sherlock Holmes to figure this out. I mean, these products were designed to be addictive. They were designed to generate outrage. Mm -hmm. And you can see it. You look at the top people who are getting the top things. It's like Dan Bongino and people who are just <laughs> revving people up, throwing red meat. I mean, that's what they reward. You believe this loser? I mean, again, it's Jonathan Swan. Um, this guy's got Napoleon syndrome. Um, he's probably got small hands. Don't know Jonathan Swan. Uh, person. I know he's a chump. But there's Jonathan Swan, who's jealous because this show exposes people like him who lie about whips and Russian collusion. They're too stupid to know the facts. They pretend to be journalists. So what do they do? Because they have insecurity issues and uh, small hands, if you know what I mean. They have great insecurity issues. They're tiny little people all over. What do they do? Because they have these insecurity issues, they decide, oh, let's just try to call out the truth tellers like Dan Bongino because we're jealous because my market penetration into the market with my social media, my show, my podcast, and my radio show is geometrically larger than this loser at Axios and him and his outlet that lie to you. So him and Joe Scarborough and Jen Psaki all combine to do what they do and which is push for censorship to shut us up because they can't compete with us in a free market where people realize the real information is here and the fake news is there. It's disgusting. It really is. It is disgusting. By the way, a quick thank you. Speaking of how uh, the growth of the products we've been putting out there and the content, we get the ratings uh, at nine. Uh, thank you. We were uh, uh, number one in the demo this week on Fox with my show Unfiltered. So uh, thank you. That is huge. That at number one. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> thank you. You all are really great. You're really just awesome people and the most ferociously loyal audience. I hope you enjoyed the show this week. I took, put a lot of work into it. So thank you. Set your DVRs for next week, unfiltered, 10 p.m. on Fox. I uh, deeply appreciate it. Makes John jealous. John's writing clickbait pieces with Axios about uh, whips and stuff, him and his outlet. That's what they do. And Joe Scarborough, too, who's suffering in the basement with ratings. He's just jealous. They are that, Folks, it's no more difficult than that. I mean, they're communists, obviously, but they're jealous communists. And that's what they do. So they push for regulation and government censorship so they can stop the competition from beating the snot out of them every single day. Yeah, clown, right. Total clowns, total bozos. You know what it is? They're all chumps, too. Like these guys, I hate to say it, but these are the kind of kids that got beat up in high school a lot. And now they get like a platform and they want to be like fake tough guys. I'm really sorry. I've seen a thousand of these types of people. All right, moving on to something more serious than the Scarborough and, Ac and uh, Axios is John Swan, uh, two you know clowns. This is a serious situation developing in China. Folks, we don't do a ton of foreign policy on the show because we have enough uh, issues within our own domestic shores here. But what's happening in China right now is really serious. China has been sending flights into the Aedas, the air defense identification zone of Taiwan. Is China preparing to invade Taiwan? I'm not sure. If I knew the answer, of course, I would be sure to inform the American military who would probably investigate me for some kind of CRT violation or anti-Asian bias after I inform them uh, because that's what they do because Mark Milley's in charge. But uh, are they going to march on Taiwan soon? Why would they be sending a bunch of fighter aircraft into Taiwan's airspace? Well, number one, they know Biden will sit it out because Biden's sitting everything out because his brain doesn't work. But I'm starting to wonder if they're doing this, China, as a distraction mechanism for two things. Oh, hold on. One thing I don't want to forget. By the way, the shame on Southwest. I want to bring this up during the radio show for uh, putting in a vaccine mandate. I hope you sell their stock uh, today, Southwest, along with some of these other airlines. Sell their stock. It's the best way. I know you're forced to fly on them because it's really not an option. So the best way to do it is to sell their stock. Just sell their stock. These companies are making terrible decisions, business decisions. There's no reason you should be forced to play into it. I want to make sure I don't forget that during the radio show. But back to China. China invading Taiwan's airspace. Are they preparing for an invasion? I don't know. I don't think anyone knows right now outside of the Chinese Communist Party. But I think it's to distract you from two things. Number one, uh, there's about to be a real estate market explosion in Taiwan. Taiwan has a, excuse me, excuse me, in China. In China, there is an enormous amount of bad debt, hundreds of billions of dollars in properties nobody lives in. There's no rent coming in. These buildings are going to collapse. They're both going to collapse literally and figuratively. The market is about to implode. 
The Chinese Communist Party needs a distraction because there is no safety net system, no solid financial system, no free market in China to invest in your future through IRAs and other things. So the Chinese citizens have invested in property. The property's falling apart, folks. There's nobody in them. They are fake Potemkin villages. The, there is going to be a riot in China when people find out their entire lives have been invested in a smokescreen, a property that's thoroughly unfinished, not raising any revenue. Do you understand that? There is Their entire livelihoods are about to be wiped out in China. They have to keep everyone distracted. That's what worries me. Second, explosive new findings. Did you receive this story about China and the PCR test? The PCR tests. Polymerase chain reaction tests or tests used to detect coronaviruses. Kyle Becker has a story. So did Raheem Kassam and a bunch of others. Smoking gun evidence here. Invade Taiwan be the perfect way to distract both domestically from the property crisis and on foreign soil from this. Was China preparing for COVID months before the pandemic spread worldwide? From Kyle Becker, read this story in my newsletter, Bongino.com slash newsletter. China knew that a novel coronavirus was spreading in Wuhan months before the rest of the world. New smoking gun evidence has, provided, uh, has been provided that there was a surge in PCR tests for coronaviruses purchased in the Hubei province, where Wuhan is, months before the Chinese Communist Party acknowledged SARS-CoV-2's existence in December of 2021. Most disturbing of all are the specific contractors of the PCR tests. The CDC and the People's Liberation Army? <laughs> what? CDC was buying these two? Months before? The CDC and the People's Liberation Army? Chinese government was buying tests for coronavirus months before we knew there was going to be a pandemic? Folks, I did a show on my Fox show about five, six, seven weeks ago. I'm not really sure where the entire open of the show asked the question, was China creating a bioweapon? Was coronavirus COVID-19 specifically a bioweapon? I don't know. Was it a product of China's bioweapons research? Well, if you were going to make a bioweapon and a virus like the coronavirus or something else, what's the first step, folks? The first step would be to create a vaccine. Why? Sorry, I'm sorry to speak slowly, but there are liberals listening who are quite dumb. You don't want your soldiers to die, too. You want to make sure they get the vaccine while everyone else dies. So what if I told you that a Chinese scientist who had been working on a vaccine, who also worked with the People's Liberation Army of China, yeah, was working on a vaccine and wound up finding himself dead suspiciously just months after we found out about the coronavirus. Here, here's a story in the U.S. Sun. Mystery of Chinese scientists who filed the patent for COVID vaccine weeks before the pandemic declared, then died. It says the vaccine patent must have been filed just a short time after China first admitted there was human-to-human transmission and two weeks after the pandemic was declared. Professor Nikolai Petrovsky of Flinders University told The Australian, however, this is something we've never seen achieved before, raising the question of whether this work may have started on the vaccine much earlier. The Chinese scientist's name was Zhu Yuzhen. He died under suspicious circumstances. He was working on a vaccine that was clearly filed months before China acknowledged a pandemic. Again, if you were creating a bioweapon, the first thing you'd want to do is what? Make sure you had a vaccine. Awfully suspicious that the vaccine researcher working for the Chinese Communist Party, People Liberation, People's Liberation Army, showed up dead. What did he know? Is China running fighter planes into Taiwan's airspace, preparing for a potential invasion to distract us from their market, their, their soon-to-be economic collapse, and the revelation that they were involved in the creation of potential bioweapons? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find that out, won't we? But again, mark the date, October 5th. You heard it here first. So a warning, you think the border was bad before, ladies and gentlemen, it is about to get worse. Washington Examiner, be in my newsletter today. Texas braces for a surge of 60,000 more Haitian migrants. You thought 20,000 under a bridge were bad. How about three times more? If you're not a leftist, they can do simple math. 
It's about to get worse. Why? Because people talk. They're now realizing upwards of 12 to 15,000 Haitians were released into the United States, so they're going to take their chances. Get ready, folks. All right, this is the most important story of the day. Therefore, I saved it for last. Please don't go anywhere. I saved it for last because it's a little wonky, but it's a warning. All you crypto people out there, all you investors out there, and all of you who believe in actual liberty and freedom to be free from government surveillance, you believe there's a private self and a public self, and those distinctions should remain clear. What's private should be private. What's public should be public. In a surveillance state, there is no private or public self. Everything is public. You're in your house. It's public. They're watching you all the time and listening. We're headed down that road now. I've been warning you about a digital currency. Get it? Some of you have digested what I said and have been tweeting it out and putting it on Parler and Getter and everything else. And some of you, I'm still getting emails. You're still a little confused about why this. I'm telling you, this is the biggest threat to your personal privacy right now in existence. A digital currency. Wall Street Journal. Yesterday, Fed prepares to launch review of a possible central bank digital currency. Here we go. I, I can't tell you about this enough. The journal covers this as a news story, but highlights the three big issues I've been telling you about with a federal government digital currency. They will watch every single thing you do. Want to go buy a gun? Can't do that. They'll have you on a list. How do they know you're on a list? Because they can track the digital currency and they know you spent it at a gun store. This is a huge deal. I would argue with voter integrity measures, our border and public safety, this is one of the top five most important issues in the United States today. Here's issue number one covered in the journal, again, from a news angle, angle, but they walk backwards into it when they cover Jerome Powell, the head of the Fed. They cover his own comments here. Mr. Powell has pointed to other challenges with a digital currency, noting many Americans use and prefer cash. Gee, you think? He also said there are privacy issues that would need to be addressed since a Fed system would, in theory, allow the central bank to see what every user did with the currency. Thank you. Thank you. I have been warning you. Please listen to me. Please. I'm begging you. This is a surveillance system. It's not a digital currency. They want to surveil and watch everything you do and everything you buy. Privacy issues, yeah, they're like you'll have no privacy ever. Again, you want to go buy a firearm? You want to go get alcohol in the store? They're going to know everything. Everything. Number one, privacy. Issue number two, negative interest rates. Look, they walk back into it backwards through the Wall Street Journal. Some advocates of this digital currency say it could help improve the effectiveness of monetary policy by allowing a central bank to change interest rates directly on accounts holding digital currency. Could allow central banks to buy, bypass often fickle financial markets and bring monetary policy right to the retail level. What did I tell you last week? What did I tell you last week about this when I was up in Fox? A digital currency with no cash. If they want to instill negative interest rates, install negative interest rates, excuse me, in other words, take away your money each and every day. They love negative interest rates because it destroys the value of debt, right? If money's worth less because of negative interest rates, so is debt. The government can run up a bunch of debt and it's worth less. They have to pay less back. But the problem with negative interest rates is no one's going to keep their money in a bank with a negative interest rate. You'd be losing money. But what if you had no choice? What if the money was digital on your phone and every day the government took out more and more and more and more and more? They're admitting it right now. It would make it easy to manipulate your money, install negative interest rates, and take away your money each and every day, and there's no way for you to get it out. I'll share, again, I'll show you what happened in Japan when they tried this. Here, finally, the third thing. They want to ban crypto. You hold uh, any kind of stable coin outlets, Ethereum, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, whatever. Oh, that'll be gone too, just like China. Look, from the journal piece. China created its own government-issued digital currency earlier this year and recently prohibited transactions using crypto, namely Bitcoin, Ether, and Tether as examples. El Salvador, meanwhile, became the first country in the world to adopt Bitcoin as a national currency along the US dollar, alongside the U.S. dollar. 
You have crypto, they will wipe you out. Now, proving to you my point about how they love negative interest rates. Folks, if interest rates go up, the value of the U.S. debt, the, um, excuse me, the amount the United States will have to pay on its debt could bankrupt us. We owe $23 trillion. Even a one or two point increase in the interest rate on trillions of dollars is tens, if not hundreds of billions of dollars a year. They want interest rates down and down and down. So the opposite happens. Their debt is worth less. They can't do it while you can keep your money in a bank because you'll pull it out. Look at this article from 2016 in the Wall Street Journal. They tried negative interest rates in Japan. And what happened? Headline. Japanese seeking a place to stash cash start snapping up safes. Negative interest rates spur sales of safes, a place where the interest rate on cash is always zero. You got your cash out, they can't take it away. The Japanese bought a bunch of safes and pulled their money out of the bank. The United States knows this. And the communists at the Federal Reserve and elsewhere need their hands on your money and the only way to do it is a digital currency. Not only that, in case you ever thought of spending cash again, anyone who has $600 in a bank account or engages in $600 of transactions or more a year, look at this story in the journal. The IRS wants a look at your bank account. That's literally the headline. Quote, yet the IRS plans to review every account above a $600 balance or with more than $600 in transactions in a year. So every American with a job could get looked at. This industry group is saying, hey, we can't do this. The IRS and the Biden administration want your money. They want a digital currency. They want to be able to watch every single thing you do. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in a danger zone right now. I have warned you the digital currency, excuse me, the digital currency story is the biggest story of our time when it comes to finances and economics. It is a government surveillance system no different than China, Venezuela, and other communist countries that want to watch every single thing you do because they think their money is your money and there's no private and public self. I've warned you about this over and over. One more just final story on the economic front. There was some talk of print minting a $1 trillion coin. Don't laugh. It's not a joke. They were actually talking about the Treasury minting a $1 trillion coin and then effectively spending it as a way around the debt ceiling. Well, as you can see from this Bloomberg story, the White House has ruled that out, but it goes to prove to you my point again, that these people will do whatever they can to make sure your money's worth less. You print a trillion dollar coin, every coin in existence and dollar is worth less. They are determined to destroy your financial life. I've warned you. All right, folks, I appreciate you tuning in. Thanks again for your support of the Fox show. It was a great week for us. I'm glad you liked the in-studio show. We'll be doing a special announcement. We'll be doing a lot more than uh, that. So uh, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for all your support. I'll see you on the radio show a little later. Make sure you subscribe to my Rumble account. Rumble.com slash Bongino. We're almost at 2 million subscribers. It's free. Just click the follow button. We really appreciate it. See you tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.